0: greatly appreciate it. Welcome back to Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Oh my! As many of you already know, that was an excerpt, a a perfectly remade excerpt from Sandstorm. I think it was more interpretive. Hater. Hater alert. Hater Please. alert. <laughs> <But it's> fine. <laughs> oh my god. My hater meter. Hater, hater meter. Uh oh. That's, like <laughs> that's like the That's really like and, and really really. the most bit of I little bit of a little bit of a And bit of a little bit of a little the of a little bit the no little bit of a little bit of a little bit of Oh little most, I, mostly because I, I think that's murder actually. Yeah, I don't I think that is murder. I think it's I think <laughs> that is yeah. Usually things he's on the head. Not unless brain damage it's murder is happening. Yeah, yeah. So we should avoid that. But I have really fleshy cheeks, so you know. You <laughs> think I'll get copyright striked if I do this? Uh, you I will, will get first of all, it won't first be it's the copyright. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna get copyright <laughs> struck from my rendition of it. They're going to remove the video. Oh my god, I'm not putting it in the audio. (gasps) I hope it gets taken down because I did it so well. The worst part is that it's playing in my head right now. Pterodactyl. It's my safe word. Is that the... I was like, is that what I sounded like when I... (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's actually talk about the shit that we're here to talk about.
0: Good, I got my papers.
1: I'm like a news anchor. I feel like a mom right now. Like, Wait a minute. Focus. That
0: was aggressive. Okay, Ooh, yeah. we're here to talk about healthy versus unhealthy jealousy. Ooh. I feel of really good that you pointed at
1: me when you said healthy. That was nice. You're welcome.
0: I was well, mostly well. like imagining what the text would look like. <laughs> Healthy verse. Unhealthy. Um, jealousy. And I'll put jealousy right here. Oh, you ruined my Because moment. Because you're so healthy and lovely though, mostly was the main dummy. The and then secondary to that. I'm gonna put a mustache right there. So jealousy. Can't live with it. Can't live without it. Can't sell it. Can't buy it. Can't buy it. It just is. Just is. It exists. The thing and, and and it is,
1: I think it's you know I think jealousy is probably, I would say within relationships and definitely within non monogamy probably one of the
0: biggest things to work through. Yeah, yes. In in my Actually, experience, I'm trying to think of what could be more than that. What would be maybe bigger? like self esteem issues, like self worth. I I see a lot Which, of self worth, but I think it is connected. But I think that's almost
1: kind of rooted within the same. Mm-hmm brain, maybe? Mm-hmm. Or subcat, whatever. In the
0: yeah, thing. I guess, like, in my mind, well, actually, I'd be interested in, like, the cause. I almost wonder if, like, gel- like the low self-worth is the cause of it. I don't know, though. Uh,
1: yeah, and we can talk about that. I think, yeah, it can be mm-hmm. um, some of the fear-based issues. So, we're going to talk about healthy, unhealthy, in our opinions, and other general opinions. Um, there is healthy and unhealthy jealousy Mm -hmm. what people deem to be healthy and unhealthy that varies greatly yes
0: (laughs) dear baby jesus and little baby heaven yeah we're here um, to set some ground rules of what's definitely healthy and definitely not healthy and at the end of this we will actually go through
1: i found an article that made me cringe slash trigger the ever-loving fuck out of me which excites me And so we're going to go through these. CJ's not read all of them. I've read the titles. I've not read in depth on all of them. But this article basically gives us like 10 scenarios and then suggestions of how to deal with it. And some of them literally made me want to just scream. Nice. Um, I love that. Scream and not in a good way. See if I can
0: pick out the one that does make you do that.
1: So, and why are we talking about this? So, like, as we said, jealousy is a basic human condition Mm -hmm. everyone has jealousy Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you can't get away from it Mm -hmm. um I personally think that jealousy often is also started probably as a survival instinct
0: hmm yeah I can see that as just especially as I was learning more
1: yeah like a basic survival instinct of um making sure you have enough food clothing shelter you know
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um wanting to make sure especially when we were very primitive and food was much more scarce Mm -hmm. um i think that is just a true survival instinct where if you didn't have some jealousy you would just give everything away Mm -hmm. you would have given away your food you would not care if you you know ate enough or whatever Mm -hmm. so i personally think and i'm sure there's a lot more detail and someone could probably speak to that way better than me but I our comments are open yeah um, but I think it at the core of it started as a survival thing hmm and we no longer necessarily need that survival instinct for most modern societies mm-hmm. we have a plethora of food mm-hmm. more food than we could ever need we clearly uh, which is why we have an obesity epidemic um, um. If you listen to some of, like, even just Bert Kreischer, he was talking about how one time he ate, like, 12 hamburgers in a row, dear God in heaven.
0: It's so easy to eat. So,
1: I, I don't know. I would vomit. It, it's hard <clears throat> to... I, I, I would die. Um, Food is just so good. I would still die. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> um, so, I think jealousy, there is a need for it, and I think sometimes it can keep us safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think in the way that it's gotten used now and become in popular culture, it's not super healthy?
0: No, not much. And I think there's definitely more to be said about how to handle jealousy, especially in the non communities. So basis definition, basic ground level definition. Hit us.
1: Jealousy can be defined as the vigilant maintaining or guarding guarding of something. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where, especially like that food thing, shelter, safety—like that's a basic definition. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. wanting to guard, keep something safe that is that's yours, vital that's important to yours. To you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Unhealthy jealousy. Cringe. Mm. So that is when we indulge that feeling and act impulsively
0: from a place of suspicion and insecurity. So important difference off the bat is that healthy jealousy is not the absence of jealousy. Like jealousy is still going to occur, it's going to be normal. You have not failed at being non-monogamous if you are experiencing jealousy. You haven't failed at your relationship, whatever style it is, if you're experiencing jealousy. It's completely human and completely natural. Now, the thing is what we do once that jealousy is there, that's where that divergence shows us healthy jealousy versus unhealthy jealousy.
1: Yeah, for sure, yeah. That's the key. Um, so we're going to speak to kind of, I think, probably more the relationship side of jealousy. Yeah. But jealousy can come about in many different ways. Yeah. 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 Many, many, many different ways. Yeah. It's all around us. It's so in the air we breathe. Yeah. So jealousy, kind of what Siege was alluding to is, and what you said, is jealousy is not a problem until
0: it is acted on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you can take actions to help manage the jealousy. Like, I mean, uh, with a lot of like emotions, I feel like the very first step is recognizing the emotion. Yeah. You know, saying, okay, I am feeling this and like not, not judging yourself and being gentle about it being like, Hey, I heard some really cute podcasters talking about how jealousy is like totally normal. That's us. And yeah, being kind to yourself. Because here's the thing: if you do start criticizing yourself and like really getting digging in on like, oh, I'm probably this lifestyle isn't me- meant for me. It's just I'm too jealous, blah blah. You're like already like kind of stewing in a negative energy, mm-hmm. and that doesn't put you in a good position to be productive about your jealousy. Because yeah. then you're just criticizing yourself. And then all you really can do when you're in that like energetic low point is act negatively on it. Is my opinion because you're trying to find something that will help you feel better, but you've kind of like logic, logicized it in your head to be like, but the only way I can feel better is if my partner is only mine. Yeah, I think one of the biggest downfalls I
1: think people are set up for with jealousy is we are taught, I think, in popular mainstream culture that if you are feeling jealous, it becomes someone else's responsibility to assuage you.
0: Hmm, say more, could you say
1: a little more about that? So, you'll see so many times in like popular TV shows, popular movies, that there is that like love triangle between mm-hmm. three people, and someone gets jealous and they freak out. And yeah. then the other person has to step in and assure them, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. You're fine. I, you're most important. As are not everything. As a display. You're of my like king love. and my queen. I hate that term, by the way. I hate that so much. Um,. If you like it, fine. I That's triggery for me. It's just because of how it's used at times. We're just going to pick on you if you're into it. That's it. Not as much as, like, it's I'm the lion do. or
0: whatever in the crap. I hate that more. We've all had horrible, horrible instances of horrible, horrible human beings who have said horrible, stupid things to us. Yeah.
1: So, but uh, when it comes to, like, popular culture or even just, like, historic, you know, a lot of these old... Um, movies Disney movies uh, you know Cinderella I mean they're all riddled with this theme of someone falls in love with someone else that other person isn't looking at them in the same way or whatever someone gets jealous you know it, it just becomes this round robin of jealousy and someone having to fix someone else's jealousy
0: hmm
1: instead of
0: the person who's jealous fixing themselves yeah working on it themselves dealing you know really taking up the responsibility and handling it too yeah so and you're it, you know this is probably going to be pretty
1: new for a lot of people mm. and i might have already lost you and you might have already been looking at me like what the fuck are you talking about i have to fix it myself Full not about me.
0: it was new to me too
1: <laughs> so <laughs> it's been new to all of us at some point so A lot of new age thought, I guess I'll say, and it's something that I also subscribe to, Mm -hmm. is that when we are doing something, we're making an action, having an emotion, making a decision, Mm -hmm. it is coming out of two places, which is either love or fear. Right. And this article actually, and I really like this article, even says that essentially Jealousy. So it does say jealousy isn't a problem until it's acted on. People are prone to intense jealousy or possessiveness often harbor feelings of inadequacy, inferiority, and have a tendency to compare themselves to others. Mm -hmm. And they even say jealousy at its core is a byproduct of fear, fear of not being good enough, fear of loss, etc. So uh, I think that's, you know, we've talked before a lot of those fear-based emotions and feelings. Are usually related to past traumas mm-hmm um, right and those are going to be coming about in fear of abandonment fear mm-hmm. of being alone fear of scarcity
0: yeah I will say one example that I feel happens a lot that like really like makes me go oh is whenever like somebody in who is non monogamous begins a relationship with somebody who just got out of a relationship where they were cheated on Mm-hmm like that for me is so like, okay, well you really need to be careful with that. Yeah. Cause that's the exact trigger. Yeah, that is, I that's mean, it to a T. that person is going to have some level of trauma. Yeah. Even if they're trying to learn about like, well, I'll be honest, I've never heard of a version where it's like, Hey, I my last relationship. I was cheating on a lot. It really sucked. But I think that polyamory is like, you know, an option for me. I've never heard it in that way. Usually people are like, you know, yeah well, I'm just happy to have attention of a person, so they're kind of like not really evaluating whether or not they're okay with like being monogamous or being non-monogamous, more so that they just wanna have a partner, you know, kind of following that serial monogamy that we were talking about last time. So, uh, and, and then again, you know, in the post, the person who is non-monogamous was saying, how can I make my partner feel like, you know, less like they're this like odd man out or that I'm gonna like cheat or whatever. And I'm like, it's more up to them. What's interesting is, so
1: I think definitely knowing if someone was recently cheated on, um, and as I'm sitting here hearing you say that, I didn't even realize that what I've been doing is the same thing. So when I've asked people about, um, I always ask them at some point in the beginning about their childhood. And like if their mom and dad were both or both, you know, it doesn't have to be mom and dad. It can be mom and mom, dad and dad, whatever. Um, If they were both present. Hmm. Because one of the largest fears that I have come into contact with is fear of abandonment. Mm -hmm. And that so often stems from the lack of one of the main parents being present in a child's life. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially I've found when that parent... Um, leaves at a very young impressionable age. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting that you say that about the cheating where I think I, I've even honed in more so on like, okay, how were you raised? And then have you dealt with those fears of abandonment mm-hmm. if you have them? And to be honest, and you, if you've had a parent not be present, I'm not going to say this is everyone, but I'm going to say um, probably close to like 80 or 90%. Do not come out of that unscathed.
0: Yeah. Even if you think you're
1: different, you're not.
0: Even if you grow up to be the age of the parent at the point that they left you and understand, like, it's not even that deep. Just not, just deciding you don't want to have kids. Then you're just like, oh, actually.
1: Well, and just thinking, like, even as a kid who would have to be there and, like, making stuff for, like, Father's Day or making stuff for Mother's Day and those parents aren't there, there's going to be a feeling of othered or a feeling of loss, Mm -hmm. even as a child, even if you're not processing it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, that's one of the biggest fears that I see come through and present as jealousy.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I think that makes total sense per how we just described jealousy being a protective act, like a feeling that starts from wanting to protect what you have. And I would, you know, and just to clarify,
1: because people might be thinking, well, fear and love, like love in a sense of like a romantic sense absolutely not right this is a general love a general caring a
0: general um honestly love in this sense is very like I almost interpret it as what would be like a loving response to the people involved in this situation and sometimes that person is just me so like even even thinking about like oh what am I gonna have for dinner and like let's say this is a decision that I have the option to make it out of fear or out of love what does it look like making it out of both so on one hand I could be like you know, I think I'm just gonna get myself like something really vegetable heavy I haven't really had a lot of veggies and I think that's gonna make my body feel good that's something I'm doing to love on myself and nourish myself uh, whereas if I'm trying if I'm doing that out of fear I may be like oh I don't know what to make I've never cooked you know I'm, I'm not a cook so I'm probably just gonna get some fast food because I just that's all I do and I just I can't manage my weight and like that is all a fear spiral so it's really like does the result of that How can you tell if you're choosing from fear or jealousy? Is the result something that's nourishing in that moment or is it something that's hurting you? Is it something that's making you feel worse or is it making you feel better?
1: Well, and is it, you know, to make something out of love or jealousy also is, you know, is not to say that you're not uncomfortable, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but what is the root of why you're making that decision? So, like, a good example for me is, um, like, within non-monogamy when I'm, like, I don't want to date anyone monogamous. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really coming out of a fear based decision making. And I know that when I'm saying it, it's a protective thing. I've been Mm -hmm. hurt in the past. I have a fear around that. Mm -hmm. But when I really sit down and look at it, I always go back to the fact that like I should not and will not judge
0: all monogamous people based on a handful of interactions that went crappy. I think that's really big of you to say, considering not only have those situations gone crappy, but like speaking with people just on the apps who are claimed to be monogamous. Have, I have a whole over. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> I'm like sitting here impressed with you. Yeah. I'm like, oh wow, because if you ask me on the street, <laughs> what do you think about monogamous people?
1: Yeah. They're I mean, fine. that's that's where you know I will vent at times, but when it comes down to it, I really try to keep perspective of why am I making the decisions I make.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: am I looking at? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And really drilling down to it. Right. And that's part of what we want to do with jealousy, too. Um, and, un- you know, when we're talking about, you know, fear, we're not talking about you're walking to a haunted house and they're like, boo, and you're like, ah! Um, I mean, I guess you could. Okay, anything's possible. Maybe you like it, I don't know. Um,
0: it could be your kink.
1: But fear presenting more as... <laughs> emotions of being sad um, I think they can present and we I pulled up some lists just to like give me some good words to use but mm-hmm. being worried doubtful nervous terrified panicked anxious uh, horrified desperate confused sad um, I think we've all had those moments with jealousy
0: mm-hmm and um, I would say to kind of pull it into context our very specific context for a very specific podcast, uh, when you're in a situation where you're non-monogamous and your partner is going out with another partner, you know, and you're feeling like, "Mm, I don't feel good about that. Ooh, I feel uncomfortable. And then you're trying to understand that feeling in yourself. And you start to think thoughts of like, well, it's just what if that person's better than me or, you know, what if they like them better? And then it kind of gets to there. That's sort of like, I feel that that's the byproduct of an unhealthy like jealousy, you know, Mm -hmm. where you're kind of like, it could also be on the path to finding out that you are feeling jealous so I'm not gonna knock out that beginning like understanding what you're feeling part of the process but yeah if you're kind of like you feel yourself you're uncomfortable and it's mostly about fear of like losing that person or fear of like them realizing that they're not gonna like you even though they're already committed to you um, that's where it's like ooh, it's good to identify that those negative emotions are coming up as a as an indicator for knowing that this is fear-based yeah
1: um... You know, I will say for myself, when I experience jealousy, um, because I do, I'm freaking human, like we all do, um, I think for me, the big thing is just taking like a pause before I allow myself to speak or react on it or address my partners on it,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, because I refuse to make my jealousy and my issues their responsibility to fix. Mm Mm-hmm. One, I'm not going to ruin their excitement around something due to my things that I need to work
0: through. Time and place is super important there.
1: Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that I might not speak to them about it and Mm -hmm. what I'm feeling or maybe some of the stories I've created. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm not going to do it right in that moment. Exactly. While I'm still kind of emotionally charged around it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I've actually like shown uh, a certain, there's like a certain heart rate that once you reach that heart rate, having logical conversation basically just ceases. Mm That's interesting. Um, I don't remember the heart rate. It's, yeah, there's, it's a certain like point. I want to say in the 110s or 120s Mm -hmm. that once your heart rate reaches that point, trying to have a conversation is literally the worst thing you can do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say that you're activating your kind of fight-flight, you know, freeze-fawn responses in that a lot of times we are. A lot of us are always acting from a place of coming from trauma. Mm -hmm. So when your heart rate is raising up to that point, you are going to enact those trauma responses. Freeze-fawn, you know, fight-flight.
1: And I've had to sit with that a lot more, especially after the sexual assault, Mm -hmm. Um, when things have come up, just to see, like, is this a trauma response? Is this something else is
0: this like where 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 is this coming from yeah what layer (laughs) let's (laughs) get to the layers and I will say like a lot of this is gonna be um, you know kind of rocky at first like when if you are a person who's trying to manage your jealousy and allow your partner to kind of like have a good time um, especially just to go back to that timing right before they go on a date or go out with another partner Um, of course, like your partner probably knows you really well. And so if you are going to be like quiet and stuff around that time, because you are like handling the jealousy, I would even recommend just trying to like, maybe even busy yourself for that, like 30 minutes of time while Mm -hmm. they're heading out the door. So you're not just like, no, have fun looking like someone killed your puppy. No, go have fun. I'm fine. No, I mean, I'm dealing with something right now, but we can talk about that after. Oh, Oh! Oh, I hate that oh that's so triggering oh my god me i get in the car i don't even go to the date no i just go i drive
1: <laughs> to the nearest bar
0: <laughs> and i just that's it
1: yeah there is nothing like heading out on a date that you're super amped for and your partner being a just yeah stick in the mud exactly
0: debbie downer and then and then of course you're going to want to like maybe even try to text him to make sure it feels better and, and i would almost say that sometimes you're doing that as survival too where you're like i don't want to come home and you're like mad Yeah, I've gotten to the point now where
1: um, I'll just be like, hey, you need to fix that before I get back because I'm not dealing with that. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Not to be mean, but like I I mean what I hope our listeners understand is this does come from a long history at least especially for me of trying to overfunction and of trying to like really make that right so like this isn't like me trying to be like you're in charge of your own emotions and I won't even talk about you that's not what this is about like I do believe in partners supporting each other but the timing is so important yeah like if I need you to support me great I will actually plan that maybe maybe even two days after the date yeah you know and then in the meantime I'm journaling, I'm talking to my therapist, like anything I can do to create a better situation for my partner when they're coming home, you know, like, why? Because I would want them to do that for me. Yeah. That's simple. Like that's always my main thing is, and I and I would encourage this for you guys too, right when you're getting jealous, especially before a partner goes to do something with their other, you know, with your metamors, ask yourself, if this was me in this situation, how would I want my partner to react? Yes. Would I want them to support me? Would I want them to help me pick out outfits, you know, or, or do I want them to be stewing in a corner and I know a fight's waiting Yeah because the shoe will be on the other foot at some point. It will We've trust about that and believe the shoe will be on the other foot. We talked about that ad nauseam. I mean, and I still got
1: more to say. I will say and something I've noticed with newly non-monogamous people is when they are first working through jealousy and sitting with it, they oftentimes come to the conclusion that if they just change the situation, that will cure their jealousy. And please, say it a little more specifically. What's the situation they're trying to change? Um, so recently was talking to someone and his fiance or girlfriend went on a date and it was her first one and I told them, I, I tried to warn him, um, of course someone. it spiraled. They had a meltdown and he was like, well, we fixed it now because uh, we're just not going to do this one action. And I was like, cool that's a step in the right direction, but you really need to work on what's at the core of this. Yeah, Because it's not the action. It's not about the action. Mm -hmm. Can actions make jealousy worse? Absolutely. Biggest pitfall, oversharing. Stop oversharing. (sighs) Listen. That is some of the best advice I got in the very beginning of my poly
0: journey, was to not overshare. Yeah. It is, uh, I do understand, listen, it's more so like understand that's gonna be hard if you're coming from an established relationship where you're used to sharing everything yes. as a form of closeness. Okay. And I will say, like, even even between us I have interpreted like a lack of information sharing hurtfully at times where I'm like, But we always say everything to each other. That's why we're wifeies. But sometimes it's more about like honoring your partner's space and their ability to be separate from you. And I think like yeah. to just be able to give that space is um Honestly, it, it is more of an act of love. I don't wanna say that you're not being loving by not handling it that way, but I'm saying it a little bit. And it's it's not about like, you have to keep everything secret.
1: Right, But no. there is no reason. You need to go home and tell your partner everything about every date, about every sexual position, how they were, how big they were, how small they were, what they did, how it felt, what you're doing, what you want. You know, a lot of people when they start in non-monogamy, um, and, and same for us. When we started, like, we definitely got a shot of, like, s- sexual amp up mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I was
0: able to have a hoe face.
1: Yeah. But that kind of wanes after a while, like NRE, and suddenly you're sharing too much. It's not amping up the sex anymore, and now you got jealousy issues.
0: that was, and, and one thing that I had just noted that I want to talk about is, like, part of understanding Part of being a person who manages your jealousy well and turns your unhealthy jealousy into healthy jealousy is starting to identify what those jealousy triggers are. Some partners may be happier, you know, and in a place where they can hear like a lot of details and not be bothered by it. Um, I know for sure I go through seasons where I want to hear a little bit less just because I'm not having as much luck in the dating field. And uh, the way to go about that gracefully is to one, own it. I sometimes I'm like, look, I know I'm being a real big baby. You know, like this isn't me trying to demonize anybody else. I'm just having a moment over this, and I just need to. I'll either just try to engage with it a little, a little less. But I, it always starts with just being open about it, because we're never going to know perfectly how to handle it when we're in it. You know, yeah. like I'm just going to say, "Hey, listen, I'm I'm just really green with envy over you having this is this, and I'm just dealing with that. So if you feel me off during certain times, it's me handling that. But I, you know, I am working on it. Yeah, and let me know where I can improve and having an open communication around that. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, I know for me, I definitely stopped asking a lot more after February, after the whole sexual assault, because I knew that I could not handle too much information at that point. Yeah, It was just too, like, I was too vulnerable, I was dealing with too many emotions. So I just kind of backtracked on any information that I usually would ask about, like how'd your date go, how'd it, I really just kind of didn't need to know it was not helpful for me right then. I yeah. wasn't mad about it, right? but it was just understanding myself mm-hmm. that if I asked too much, it was going to affect my mental health. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think that's why it's important to like let, how is it that we used to say it where it's like let your partner ask? Before telling, in some cases, yeah, um, you can kind of set that up. Another thing I think is really important too is not like jump in all over them when they get home. Sorry, I don't know if that was smoothly transitioning it to this point, but it's like sharing is fine, but I also think there should be some time after your partner comes home to let them resettle. Yeah, let them no, come home. Yeah, do it's like, like coming home from vacation. You need yeah, a moment. you just need a moment to come oh. in, you know. Um, but yeah, yes. Know your jealousy triggers. Know
1: your jealousy triggers, Um, you know, and and just keep in mind this is a natural thing. You just, to have your best relationships both romantically and otherwise, Mm -hmm. working through this is
0: crucial. Emphasis on crucial. 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 So crucial. Jealousy affects every part of your life whether or not you know it does. I got to say, I think eventually you do get to a point. I mean, I've definitely been in a point where I've been like, oh, shit, I'm feeling jealous. And I'm like, no, but I want to be supporting. Yeah. So it's like it kind of help. It is truly such a different feeling when you can actually enter into a situation and really feel good for like your partner. Be like, yes. Your partner
1: or your friends or your like, I really try to move about where people are allowed to in my brain space they are allowed to come to me if they need me if they need to go to someone else that's fine i don't make anything of it Mm -hmm. i um you know i even had a friend and it it really hit me how impactful it was when i do this but she her father was in a really bad accident put on life support she didn't tell anyone she didn't tell her closest friends or anything we only found out like the day before they were going to take him off life support And at one point she apologized to me and she was like, Hey, I talked to my other friend because she is a respiratory therapist and we just needed her help. And I'm sorry, I didn't come to you and tell you. And I stopped her and I was like, look, I make nothing out of that. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I don't care. Mm -hmm.
0: It's what you
1: needed. It's what served you. It's what your family needed. It's what your dad needed. So don't apologize to me. Like that's, you know i think yeah. we're so used to people getting jealous because oh i didn't get the information first or i'm not the keeper of the information or all the secrets or doing the special things and he's a golem of secrets basically <laughs> yeah like we people do that a lot yeah and, well, why didn't they tell me first mm. why didn't i know first she was pregnant or she she's getting her or she would call me first or you don't gotta call me first it's it's not going
0: to change, you know, you tell know. one person first and me third or me ten, whatever, like. Yeah. It, it, it's it, interesting that we make a thing out of that. And, and I've I've been on the receiving end where it's like a couple friends of mine got married and they were like, by the way, we waited to tell you first, except that one of my employees asked me about the ring. So I technically did tell them first-ish, but you're the first. And it, it almost was like, ooh, like in my mind, a little bit the moment was poisoned. Because I was like, oh, I'm, now I'm thinking about like. What you guys must think of me that I'm like, oh, you didn't. You gotta tell me. First. Hey, I'm, I'm number one. You should have told me. And now you guys better get divorced before the marriage even happened. Yeah. Because I'm cursing it. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, it, I was so, so happy for them. But, like, at the same time, I was like, oof, we gotta, we should work I'm on that. work on that. Yeah. I'm gonna put a pin in that one thing we're not gonna talk about now. Now's about happy times. Yay. But, like, later. May, um, maybe I, please set up a day on the calendar that we can talk about
1: this. Or, like, when people, like, don't get a text back and what they think is appropriate time. Like, you had a match the other day who, like, didn't text. Like, he got mad. I even had a match that I saw. He was – I didn't match with him. He was like, uh, you must text me back within, like – Five minutes.
0: I remember that one. Yeah. And I that saying, one had an actual minute time. It was, like, five minutes or else no. Who has time – who hurt you? <laughs> who did hurt you? Who hurt you? Who, hurt you? who are you?
1: Uh, First of all, who – isn't that big? Why are you that free? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I gotta say, a job? I, I, it does <laughs> really like put me off if someone is like, uh, I, I, I might be rogue here. If someone says, sorry, it took me so long to respond. I don't like that. No. Just respond. Just respond. Like at this point it's 2021. I understand that everybody is on their phones but not always available for texting. Is that still something we're all learning? You, you, you can't just demand someone be ready for you. Yeah. You got to let them, like, get to it get to it. And you it don't have to make an excuse.
1: I know you saw the text. That's how phones work now. Yeah. You can't act like you didn't see it. You exactly. It even goes to your little watch.
0: Yes, even your little watch. We Zoom in. I'm hand-drawn. Hand <laughs> we, uh,
1: it's, you know, it's fine. Just tell people how you operate. And if it mm-hmm. works for them, great. And if they have a problem with that, let them say it. Yeah. Done. I, usually I mean, try you to don't go tell... all weekends without answering me.
0: Yeah, I do. I put you through it. You ever seen one of those silicone mixing videos where it's, like, going through a big, like, twisty, like, wee weep? That's what I do to you. I don't respond. I put her in there. But I don't... I see her Monday, flat. But we've, we've had an
1: understanding and a conversation that it means nothing.
0: It's funny, because one time you joke you jokingly said, like, oh, well, you know how you ignore me on the weekends? And I was like, uh, no, I see all the messages. I just I do not answer them. I just don't answer them. That's different different as a matter of fact that is definitionally ignoring a person (laughs) but not in the way that you're saying it where culturally that feels (laughs) like a bad thing
1: it's not because I hate you good
0: it's not because I I would just tell you maybe but I I don't know you ever see listen I don't want to get too off topic but you ever see those like text posts that are like if you have a problem with me just tell me yeah no okay
1: I mean that when I say it they don't mean that because I've done that and they get so butthurt what's the
0: situation I guess, like, okay, if people are starting shit behind your back and making, like, actively making drama, that's one thing. That's one thing. But if you're just, like, living your life and we never have to really talk, I don't need you to come up to me and tell me why you don't want to talk to me. I mean, I guess you could if you could, if you want. I, if you want to be that person. If you want to be, like, no, I'm a person. You can really <laughs> like, fucking okay. people saying say, well, I will say it to your, I'm saying it to your face because I would say it to others. So I'm also saying it to you. How does that saying go? I'm not talking about them behind their backs. I would say this to their face. That's the one. Yeah. But you're not saying it to their face. You are saying it behind their back. There's not going to be a lot of situations where you are going to say it to their face, is there? Maybe So think you have more backbone than you do. Do you want to run through some of these and see kind
1: of what our take is and what we would do in these situations? I
0: absolutely would love to. Boom.
1: Okay. So And they're saying this is what healthy jealousy can look like. Oh,
0: I wish we had like a a game. What should we do? Like, is this healthy? And then if it's not, we'll go like...
1: And they also give ideas on how to deal with it, which some of these I just can't. Um, Number one. Number one. Someone is giving flirtatious vibes to your partner. I'd be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's hot. I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I agree. Someone's flirting with my partner. I I agree. I'm almost curious about the context a
1: little bit. Like are you? Are, so they're saying, say you're at a party, standing with your partner. Someone okay. comes up and starts talking to them a lot. They put that in there. The person is giving your partner focused, intense eye contact, enthusiastically asking. I don't know what that means. Enthusiastically asking questions. Wave them. <laughs> we might have just how long? We're probably ruining how our long? Listener's ears right now. <laughs> oh, and they do say remember, flirting doesn't have to be explicitly sexual. I guess put your penis back in your pants. I don't know. Um, you're left in the shadow of the conversation and feeling jealous as a result. Okay. Um, okay, that's fine. So what they say, plain, uh, this is a direct quote, plain and simple, admit to your jealousy. Hey, I felt kind of jealous when X came up to us at the party. I felt like they were giving you a lot of attention and I felt left out. Hmm. From there, you can hash it out and clarify expectations.
0: What the fuck does that mean? Hell, okay, first, our our opinion, healthy or unhealthy. That's hella unhealthy. Unhealthy. <laughs> can you, you're gonna have to put a little X up for me. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I love using the space right between us to put Thank stuff you. in. <laughs> Make a little X arm. <laughs> oh, <gasps> <gasps> done. I hope we do that, like, on command. Next time, smack. I'm going up front, so you got to go. For me,
1: even when we were monogamous, I don't control who my partner talks to. And if someone flirts with them, it's not like they're dry, humping in the middle of the room. Now, if they do, I might have questions. I'm probably going to point and laugh. You're going to look stupid.
0: Yeah. but It's good to, like, when you are in that area of, like, this is more about you and how you're acting and not about me. I like, mean, this is, like, about, like, why are you acting a fool right now? For I mean, go off. For
1: me, if someone flirts with my partner, even when I was monogamous, I was like, yeah, he's hot. I, I get used it. To. I did the same.
0: When I was monogamous and, like, someone would flirt with my husband, I used to be like, ah. Look at you. see? And you don't think you're all that. You they thought know. you're all that. I saw them looking for the ring. Uh-uh.
1: And now I'll point out people for him to flirt with. Or I'll point out when they're flirting with him because he is so dense sometimes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Sometimes men don't I really don't notice for myself, but he really doesn't notice. I'm like, hey, she was flirting with you. He's like, It's hard because I feel like as a person who has a sex drive, you know, you're always trying, like, what's the best way to handle a situation where I'm attracted to someone and you're just like, well, I can't really act on anything. So when someone I'm attracted to is flirting with me, I'm kind of like, what a standard conversation we just had. Thank you so so much. What I would suggest doing if you're feeling jealous about this, Figure Don't out why storm you're away. jealous. Don't storm away. Figure out why you're jealous. Why yeah. what about that interaction is threatening to you? And this is where it gets tricky because I almost would want to say like step 1 imagine yourself in this hypothetical. Step 2 this situation happens and you're evaluating your feelings. One, how's your heart rate? How's your heart rate? Is it kind of getting a little nervous? Heart rate palpitations? That's maybe rooted in fear. That's maybe going down that unhealthy jealousy track.
1: The second one is about your partner then flirting with someone else. Which nice. I feel like it's about the same, but whatever. Um Well in this case they I guess like recommend trying to include yourself in their conversation as like a way to fix that.
0: Did a unicorn hunters write this? <laughs> I swear. Like okay. I would say if somebody tried so to cringy. join in on somebody's flirting, I would yeah, I would that's think that's so cringy. cringy. And I would think that you guys are trying to unicorn hunt me.
1: Or just assuming that, like, you're insecure.
0: Ooh, yeah. Like, you got to really make this interaction yeah. about you too, huh? You really want to be included. Like, okay. So that's an X.
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you. I do want to say that, like, you know, once again, not bad that you're having the feeling. It's just how you handle it. Like, that's it. You're, you're, you're probably going to feel these at some point.
1: This next one really triggers me.
0: You want to read that one? Your partner is bragging when you're in a rough place.
1: I don't know if that one heard you, but yeah. Your partner is bragging when you're in a rough
0: place. Okay, I want to talk about that because I almost feel like I am guilty of this. Well do you
1: wanna do you wanna
0: hear what they say? Hearing anyone brag about their successes can be really annoying. Oh, that's immediately terrible. <laughs> I hate yeah, that we already. Great. But in the context of our relationships, we usually want to be there is a sounding board for someone bragging. Wait, we do? I don't, I'm not Not sure. me, I mean me, I don't know, I love, okay. We but want to feel happy for our partners when they succeed. They said they are extenuating, circu- that said they're extenuating circumstances. When you have a bad day at work, uh, okay. The second page is where they tell you how to deal with it. Rather than probing the jealousy, as it is likely somewhat irrational, simply tell your partner you're not feeling your best. You may even say something like, listen, I'm super happy for you about X, but I'm just having a rough time right now. Do you mind if we talk about it later? You can be happy and reassuring and also honest. Wow. Wait, let me hear more. Wait, 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 wait. We already did the X one, right? No, but X. <clears throat>
1: um, well, they did say it's somewhat irrational. irrational. I
0: like that, that they irrational. called
1: out the fake interaction that they made.
0: Yeah, totally. like...
1: Uh, I think it's fine to let your partner know like hey i am super happy for you and i do want to hear about this um i'm just feeling kind of funky but i am still happy and let's talk about it
0: okay that's a little Um, bit what they said there yeah
1: but they say let's talk about it later and i don't know about you but i've not had like a perfect day since like i don't know pre-pandemic um (laughs) pre-panoramic so sometimes you are just happy because you're Partner's happy and Mm -hmm. you just put on a brave face at times so you aren't the killjoy at times that's and that doesn't mean that you can't honor your own feelings and when they're done talking maybe then address like hey I just had a really hard day blah 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 but inserting yourself into their happiness because you had a bad day just seems really selfish
0: Yeah, I think, like, for me, that gets a little complicated because, like, before I'm coming from a place of, like, oh, if you're having a good day and I'm having a bad day, then I don't want to hear about your good day. I always am just trying to evaluate where I am from an energy standpoint of, like, am I going to be able to respond in a way that I feel is going to be good or it's going to make you feel like I'm not okay with the situation? Like, I am trying to evaluate, like... Hey, listen, I'm kind of like, I'm in a funky mood. I'm happy to listen. But like, if that's something that you feel would be interpreted as me not being happy for you, I just want to know. Cause then I, then I would just like, let me sleep on it. And then like tomorrow we'll, we'll go all out. But like, so yeah, I think it's very much like, oh yeah. Like, oh, is it sometimes I'll ask like, oh, okay. My energy is a little bit down though. Is that okay? Yeah. You know, cause like, and especially if somebody asked me that, I would love that. Cause sometimes I come in with hype energy. And I'm like, ask me about my night, you know. And yeah. then like to have a person that's just like, huh? What? Oh, um, no, sure. Tell me what's no, no, it's okay. Mm. Tell me. No, I really, I really want to hear about it. <laughs> I, I really want to hear about the good times that you seem to have <laughs> when I'm not around. <laughs> oh God, that yeah. sucks. Um,
1: let's see. How much time do we have before? Because we might jump around. Yeah, we can jump around. So. Okay. Oh, um, so I think the two that kind of stood out because I've got experience with this or have seen it, your partner treats another activity like a second relationship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So essentially like they put a lot of their attention on there. They like really prioritize it over like the relationships in their life. So
1: they suggest telling them about that and maybe they had no idea and they invite you to do that thing with them. Maybe they don't. And this is an interesting one. This is actually something you and I were talking about today and I don't know if I have a good answer for
0: this yet. Like, It's tricky because on one hand if you come into somebody's life and that's already how it is, that's easier then it's like it just okay ends. yeah it just is you know if this is something that's developed during your relationship with the person I do think you have a right to speak up to say like hey I do feel like it's taking more time than it used to and that's time that I was hoping we could use for ourselves is that something that you're still wanting in our relationship yeah you know like because I think that's important to know too like not just that step of, like, I'm saying my needs, but to check in again of, like, were you still, like, looking to be able to give that, like, as you used to? Is that something that's shifting, you know? It might also be a
1: good time to look at intention. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you using your time in the relationship?
0: Right, yeah.
1: Um Are you being intentional when you're around each other?
0: hmm I think and that's I, something also for, like, people who are in established relationships need to remember about their, like, established partners, which yes. is, like... You know, it it can, it's so good to have a relationship where it feels that like that person is totally reliable, but just don't take advantage of that and like not check in with them, not be intentional with them because those things can like, for me, those things hurt. Well, and I think it's also just a comfortability level. You mm-hmm. get comfortable in a routine mm-hmm. and so
1: you stop being intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say in addition to letting them know that maybe you're jealous or feeling left out, also maybe it's a good time for you both to check in and say, well, when we are around each other, are we on our phones? Are we be intentional about having an hour every few days? Like mm-hmm. I know an hour doesn't sound like a lot, but during the week, especially for those of us that work not just nine to five, mm-hmm. an hour is a big deal. Yeah. Um, so I think it's more just evaluating, like are you being intentional with your time? Do you need to maybe just set aside a date night? Like Jay and I did that for a while, especially during busy season um when we were feeling disconnected a couple years ago we just had a designated date night mm-hmm. so we always knew even if we were super busy during the week we had that night that we could look forward to right yeah so just coming up with creative solutions
0: yeah for complex problems <laughs> yeah honestly it it like i hope you guys are recognizing the trend of like speak your need
1: communicate but knowing what your need is mm-hmm. your need is not let's change this thing about this yeah person. your need is
0: not i need your schedule to change right your need is i don't feel like we're spending time together and i was wondering if we could explore spending more time together yeah do you have space for that i think the last one um i i, I guess, will say <laughs> i how, one thing i would like to do is kind of like Group a couple of these based on what I think is the problem of them. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, someone mentioned something that your partner about your partner that you weren't aware of. Your partner treats their friends with more with tremendous attention. Interesting wording. Um, That kind of like, I think those are, uh, and then to add, your partner makes comments about other people's attractiveness to you. I do feel like a lot of those are like in a self esteem thing. When I mentioned the part about like somebody saying something about your partner that you didn't know about, it's almost like I think that spirals into like a oh is that person more important? But we're important because we do this. Yeah. It's like that. That's not why y'all are together. Y'all are together because right. you love each other. You know. Not you don't love each other because each other, you you know. It, it gets a little bit complicated there. So I think those are like a self-esteem issues. Are you mis like measuring how important you are in that person's life? Are you thinking that like you're actually less important than you are? Things like that. Yeah, I would, yeah,
1: I mean, it's that whole, like, oh, the keeper of secrets, I know the thing. Oh that makes me, makes me special, me. <laughs> um, and that's, maybe part of it is having a deep understanding of the person that you're with, mm-hmm. or in a friendship, partnership, whatever, but yeah. that's not all of it.
0: Yeah, I think it's so, that, I think that's why it's important to really be true to yourself and be showing up as yourself, just so, like, then your partners know what to expect from you. Like, if you're kind of always changing a behavior of, like, so, for example, I treat my friendships and my romantic relationships with, like, equal importance. So, like, I need to be really upfront about that when I'm, like, making romantic relationships because I think that yeah. is, like, a standard expectation of, like, no, no, no. You cancel your plans to be with me now. And no. I'm like, ha, ha, <laughs> no, not at all. First of all, you're lucky if you even know what my schedule is at that point. But yeah. anyway. Don't even think you're going to be on my Google calendar. No, you're not on my Google calendar. Oh, uh, you got to be in my life at least one year. Minimum. min. Yeah, and this,
1: it's something that, you know, Jay and I had to work through, um, it's something that I very much am fine with being like, yeah, not everyone's going to know everything mm-hmm. and that's okay. It doesn't make you more or less important, mm-hmm. it just is. Yeah. I, I don't, if I had to share all the same information with everyone, I'd need like a Google Doc or some crap, like, to be like, like oh, be shared it
0: with that person, that person, click, click, dream. click, But that's just, and I also don't want to share with everyone. Yeah, that's true. And don't bring that up to me because I would really like that. <coughs> Don't mention a Google New Doc app. where you put everything because I want to read that one. New app.
1: So yeah, that's, you know, going on a special trip or doing a thing or knowing this one
0: piece of information does not set you apart. It's just that these are all actions that we are the ones who are putting a deeper meaning to it and like letting, making it hurt us more, right? Yeah. Like somebody telling uh, your your partner and somebody else having information that you don't know about could be like an expression of their closeness. So like, for example, um, you and Jay talk about something that I don't know about a lot and I will feel left out. You guys share a lot about sports because you're both into sports. Yes. <laughs> and that is, technically speaking, that's information that's being withheld from me. Yeah. But you're not doing that because you're trying to hurt me or tell me that I'm less important to you. You just know I don't like sports. Right. So it's like... And then I, but, and I still, you know, it's not about this, I'll ask her about sports sometimes because I want to feel part of it, but I don't always, <laughs> but like, so it's when you're making this meaning about like, why did that person know it? And I didn't know it. Why da, 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 da. it's like, don't, don't make that story just like, okay, were you interested in that? Okay. Tell your partner. Cause maybe your partner didn't know that you were interested in that. That's why they didn't tell you. Yeah, You know? And everyone just
1: has different interests and different things. Like, you know, you talking to one of your friends about anime shouldn't threaten me. First of all, I don't like anime. You're going to say anime words to me, and I'm going to be like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, I'll entertain you, and I'll nod my head. Like, I know what you're talking about. It's very nice. And then I'll call whatever anime that you love a different name, like Attack of the Zombies or some shit. Um, It's like the closest you've ever been to Attack on Zombies. No. Attack. You know what
0: you're doing. You're just fucking with me right now. Attack of the zombies. Ah, we always, it's the one word you're getting wrong and you—you you, we always call you out on it. But you don't want to change it because you believe that they're actually zombies. It? It's Titan.
1: Attack on Titan. Oh, right. They
0: Some eat the people. Zombie. It's a zombie thing. So. They're not even. That's what I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yes. going to yes. die on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you sum up if we had to do a little bow on this? I would say my conclusion is this in review one you're gonna feel jealous that's okay don't like truly like choose where you're putting your stamina and energy into this because you are gonna feel jealous so maybe focus more on what's triggering your jealousy what can you do to uh, improve how you act when you're experiencing jealousy how can you continue to be supportive to your partners while you're having those experiences Um, are you making it are you trying to evaluate your jealousy based On a place of love or a place of fear you know and um, try not to make a story about actions that happen with or without you yep that's kind of my main points and be ready to do the work be ready to do the work and sit with a lot of thoughts (laughs) yes get ready to be intentional Get ready to look at a lot more details than you thought you would ever need to. And drill down. And I
1: honestly Time and place for think the biggest thing on, I, I know we hark on this, but therapy,
0: especially working for past traumas, huge. I truly hope that's not something that we say and you're dismissing because we say it so much, but we say it a lot because it's true. Therapy, yeah, huge, big.
1: So, huge. and don't be too hard on yourself. I'm also big on having some compassion for yourself when you're dealing with jealousy and not beating yourself up. If you beat yourself up, it's going to make it worse. Yeah. So don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. We
0: all have it. We've all experienced it. Beating yourself up will drain your energy. When you are coming from a place of having less energy, you are less equipped to make these improvements, and you're making your environment suffer because of it. Yep. That's basically it. I'm here to tell you that unchecked jealousy will hurt you. Hurt everyone around you, too. And everyone around you. More importantly, yeah. It will tear you. I truly think poison.
1: jealousy is what really tears most relationships apart, especially non-monogamy.
0: Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So, deal with it. Tackle it. Honestly, it's way better once you do. Yeah, it's it really is. really fun. I don't... Yeah. I love pointing out people to my partner. That's a fun game. Compersion is great. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I think we're good. I think we're great. We conquered the... Ow. <laughs> I oh, that hurt. We conquered the X. <laughs> Luckily, high pain tolerance. Study toy. <laughs> Please don't hurt yourself. I <laughs> hurt. Um, not bleeding though, so we're good. Good? Good.